0: Talk Radio If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds.
1: To Talking Smooth Jazz.
0: My name is Terry, aka The Jazz Queen. Mike will be joining us shortly. It is Saturday, January 24th, 2016. Um, If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to talkingsmoothjazz.com and click on Tony Craddock Jr.'s um, CD cover, Convection. That will bring you into our show page, and below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646 716 5485. 646-716-5485. Today, I am excited to talk to saxophonist Tony Craddock, Jr., about his latest release, Convection. Not only is he a musician, but he also holds a degree in atmospheric sciences, so he is combining his passion for weather (laughs) and adding that into his music. Welcome, Tony, to the show.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Terry, and I'm glad to um, be with this Talking Smooth Jazz community. So thanks so much for having me.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. It is my pleasure. So I was really interested um, to read that you hold a degree in meteorology.
2: Yes, indeed. Um, weather has always been a passion of mine. Getting back to the age of eight where I fell in love with the Weather Channel, and that's actually the same place where I fell in love with Smooth Jazz as they played the smooth jazz music during the local forecast segments Uh, back in the day. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. they don't do that anymore. But over Mm -hmm. the years, I fell in love with weather and music, and the two became interrelated in my mind. So when it came time for college, I knew weather was what I wanted to study. So I went to Cornell University, where I graduated in 2010 with a degree in atmospheric science, as you said. And then meanwhile, music was always something I wanted to pursue. So being that I had two Interests that, on the surface, seem unrelated. Um, I was blessed enough to find a way to combine the two into a um, into a blend that hopefully touches lives and touches hearts by you know communicating about stories in a way that gives them a fresh perspective on life.
0: Now, the name of your CD is called Convection, and that is a weather-related term. What's the de- definition of convection?
2: Yes. Convection is the rising of air that occurs when you have a cold air mass that collides with the warm air mass. Um, since cold air is denser, the warm air mass will always rise over the cold air. And through that convection, um, when the air, when the moisture condenses in the atmosphere, you get rain and you also get severe weather like thunderstorms. So the, the whole thing about convection is it's a powerful force. And, and whether it's powerful force that can lead to severe weather and then the way I use convection with my album um, it was sort of a double entendre so to speak if you switch the letter E in convection to I you get the word conviction which is a strong belief Mm -hmm. Um, both of those being powerful convection and conviction so throughout the album I'm using weather related terms and song titles to talk about um, some of my beliefs and um, the things that drive me so that's how that you are related.
0: Okay. Okay. Let me welcome um, to the chat room Joe from Germany. Hey, Joe. And we have some guests in the chat room as well. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we are talking to saxophonist Tony Craddock, Jr. His release is called Convection. Um, it features Ken Navarro and Ashley Rice. And I understand that Ken plays a big part in your in your music.
2: Yes, he does. Um I listened to Ken quite a bit growing up. I learned about him through the Weather Channel. They often played his music on the local on the 8th. So fast forward from 1996 to 2012 when I was recording Convection, I reached out to Ken, and I was was actually a bit nervous because I didn't know if he would say yes, if he would perform um, with me on the album or not. But I said, look, I've been following you for a while, my music has also been on the Weather Channel and I'd like to have you on my album. And he was kind and gracious enough to um to agree to it and that was sort of the, the genesis of our um of our friendship and our mentorship ever since then. Um it was more than him just recording on the album. He's become um a trusted friend and mentor, really taught me a lot about the music business and um just an all around great guy. So um, Ken is not just, you know, an artist on the album, but he's truly uh, a respected and, and trusted friend.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: yes, we have
0: interviewed Ken several times about his music, and um, so I'm happy that you guys, you know, were able to meet and, and he agreed to uh, play a song on the CD. Now, tell me about Ashley
2: Rice. Ashley, her and I knew each other growing up. Um, We both sang in the same church choir. Um, My home church is First Mount Zion Baptist in Dumfries, Virginia, about 30 minutes south of D.C., and she had a great voice growing up. I mean, she was the kind of person, when she grabbed the mic, um, everyone was at the edge of their seat listening because, you know, every note that came off the microphone was just great. So when it came time for me to record the album, I said, I need a vocalist who has a strong voice that will really move people. So um, she was the person I called up. Right now she's living in Philadelphia um, doing some acting and some music, um, but she really um, did a great job on the songs that I wrote on the album called A Wind in My Back. So um, mm. just a, a great singer.
0: Okay. So now is is it just Ken Navarro and Ashley Rice on the, on the CD? Are there any other artists you're working with?
1: No, those are
2: the only two features. Um,
0: Okay, cool. All right. Well let's listen to some music from Convection. And um I'm gonna let you choose what we
2: listen to, Tony. So what's gonna be the first song? Um, I like the first song to be the title track, Convection. So it's a up tempo okay. track, um, powerful as Convection is and, and Conviction, so hopefully the listeners enjoy it.
0: All right. If you'd like to call in with a question or a comment for Tony, the phone number is 646-716-5485. This is
2: Convection.
0: All right, that was the title track from saxophonist Tony Craddock Jr.'s new release, Convection. Mike has joined us. Hey, Mike.
1: Hey, Tony. How's it going today?
0: All right. All right. Meet Tony.
1: Hey, Tony. How's everything? Doing well. How about you? Oh, man, I'm doing horrible, Tony. Doing horrible. <laughs> this weather's Don't killing listen. me, Tony. This weather's killing me. So this <laughs> snow's killing me out here.
2: Oh, oh I'm my that.
1: Because I'm enjoying the snow. <laughs> Oh, well, you you may be the only one.
0: (laughs) Ken Navarro has popped into the chat room, and he says they have 30 inches of snow on the ground. Vegas is looking pretty good right now to him.
1: Oh, it's looking beautiful right now. Yes, indeed. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes, Wow. 30 inches. That is just unreal. Unreal. He says hi, Mike. Right. Mm, mm, mm. all right so he also says tony is special um it's great that you invited him on talking smooth jazz meteorology and smooth jazz that's an interesting combination and just rang a bell steve hamilton owner of k high denver shares the same interest so that was from um joe from germany wow oh wow All
2: right.
0: thanks for joining us thank you joe i'm telling you and that's just unreal for me mike how much snow have you guys gotten
1: 30 inches is the same. I know, uh, I think Ken's out in Bowie, so we have the same amount of, of uh, snow out here, 30 inches in as us. I mean, it's, it's about maybe like 5' high to me, and I'm like five eleven, so it's, it's very high. Wow. Yeah,
2: it's
1: crazy. It's
3: and just, wow. crazy. and just,
2: just a little weather tidbit, Um, I follow Ken on social media and on Facebook yesterday. He mentioned that um, where he lives, um, they were experiencing some thunder snow. And thunder mm-hmm. snow is actually a result of convection. So just wanted to throw that out there.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was wondering I never heard of that before, but uh yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's yep, this great. is the same the same process
2: that causes thunder during the summertime with the um, with the thunderstorm causes thunder snow during the winter. Um it's just that your precipitation is snow instead of rain, but the same general process.
1: So right. No, no. I gotta ask. I don't know if Terry asked. Now you got into meteorology when you were eight years old. What What does an eight-year-old kid, uh, you know, what were you doing at eight years old that, that you that you became interested in this?
2: It started in my third-grade classroom one day. I was looking out of the window, and there was a thunderstorm going on. Ironically, and from that point, I said, "Wow, this is really." um, beautiful stuff. I got to go home and find out more about this. So I knew the place to go was the weather channel, um, where I lived in Woodbridge, Virginia, that was channel 30. So I went home and flipped to channel 30 and there was the weather channel. But what I didn't know was that I would run into smooth jazz during the local forecast segments. So Mm. for a while, there was this interesting dynamic going on where, um, Every day when I would get off the school bus, like around 3.36, I would sprint home to catch, you know, the local on the 8th. It would come on at 3.38. And then I would watch it every 10 minutes until I went to sleep. And for a while, I wondered, you know, well, why in the world do I want to keep watching the same forecast? It barely changes. And then it, the the button clicked. Um, it's the music that keeps you there. Yeah, you're interested in the weather, but every 10 minutes, a different smooth jazz song comes on. So, mm-hmm. That's that's why the two are still married together today, the weather and the music. That's how I fell in love with each of them, and um, that's the way I want to keep it.
1: Wow. Now,
0: has your music been featured on the Weather Channel, Locals on the Age? It
2: it has. Um, My debut release, Christmas in the Air, which was um, dropped in November 2011, um, I was blessed enough to have it featured on their Christmas playlist in 2011 and 2012. And the interesting thing about it was I actually came in right on the end of um, Weather Channel playing smooth jazz because right after 2012, um, they moved to alternative music, um, kind of soft rock. So I'm thankful that I was able to catch um, the Weather Channel in its last, you know, moment, so to speak, of them featuring smooth jazz. So that was kind of like a full circle experience, and I'm, I'm grateful for that.
0: And so, did you submit the music, or did they um come to you
2: and ask for the music? I submitted the music um submitted it to their their programmer and um, okay thankfully he liked it um maybe me being a meteorology major had something to do with it, but um they liked the music, and I'm glad that I was able to get airplay okay, cool.
0: Cool. Now, speaking of your, your degree in meteor, uh, in atmospheric sciences, are you going to pursue a career in that?
2: Right now, I'm not working. So I work for the federal government, and right now that's not part of my day-to-day job. Um, so okay. music is my primary way of using weather at this moment, but um, I definitely have the skills to still um, to still use that for a nine-to-five career, but... That's not necessarily how I'm using it right now.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I won't ask you what you do for the federal government because I don't want them knocking on my door um, talking about you know, <laughs> oh, national security
2: stuff. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't want to get anybody in trouble there. <laughs> it's, it's not an issue. If it was, I wouldn't say it over here.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, cool. So now this this um, CD, Convection, is on your label? It's the Cold Front Music record your label?
2: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, it is. Mm-hmm. Founded in 2011. All
0: right. Cool name, Cold Front Music. That's
1: another weather-related Yeah, really. Cold Front, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were there any oh, other now, choices you... besides Cold Front, or that's the first one that you came up with?
2: There were a few other names I was um, – I was toiling with and funny story, how it came up. Um, I was speaking with my parents about, you know, what names should I come up with? I wanted to have, um, weather as part of it to symbolize the relationship between the weather and music. And my mom actually, um, came back to me and just one day she kind of said, "Cold front music. That's the name. And then I listened to <laughs> it and I said, Oh, wow. That does sound good. Cold front music. It is. So that's how the name came up. Um, just brainstorming through some different ideas, and um, that was the one that stuck.
1: Yeah, I like that. I do like
0: that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And are you working with any other artists on the label? No, right now I'm the only artist. You're the only one. Okay. All right, then. All right, well, let's listen to another song. What what, what are we going to hear next?
2: Um, I think this next song will be fitting given – the um, Winter Storm Jonas and the blizzard of 2016 that just plowed through the mid-Atlantic. The title is Wind at My Back. Um, And it's related to a scientific law called the by Ballot's Law. I won't get into uh, the nitty-gritty of it, but more or less in the Northern Hemisphere, if you have the wind at your back and you stick your arm out to the left, um, that's the direction that the storm is in or the low-pressure system. So as it relates to life, The song is about the storms in life that we all go through and the way that God can be the wind by our back, guiding us through the storm, um, and also giving us wisdom, understanding, and peace, um, i.e., understanding the direction of the storm. So, um, wind at my back.
0: All right, here we go. Tony Craddock Jr.'s Convection CD, and that was Ashley Rice doing the vocals there. Very nice.
1: Very
2: nice.
0: Yeah. So now you are a teacher. You um, teach uh,
2: music to students. Tell us about that. I do. Um, In my spare time, I um, give private instruction, um, classical and jazz, to students of all ages, whether that's middle school, high school, or adults. I actually have had um, a decent number of adult students who played the sax at one point, you know, when they were younger and they want to pick it back up as a hobby um later in life. So, um I definitely enjoy mm-hmm. teaching.
0: And that's good because we, you know, the, the schools are taking the music out um of the classroom, so it's good that some schools are keeping it
2: in and then you're able to do that. Absolutely. Music education is so important. When I think about where I'm at today, I wouldn't be there without um, you know, my middle school band teacher, Mr. Silver, or um the the band instructor um at my church, Deacon Perkins. You know, those were instrumental figures in my life that um that saw potential in me and kinda of planted the seed for me to continue to grow. So, um, it's really a shame that it's being pulled out of schools and um mm-hmm. but I think, you know, non profit organizations and um, instructors like myself are hopefully filling in the gap, um, you know, the, the schools are unfortunately creating, and I think we'll find a way to keep it alive. I hope so. Yes, I hope so.
0: Um, Joe from Germany was commenting on the last song. He said it was very nice. And my next question was, is another comment he made was he also likes the cover of the CD, and I was going to ask you about that. Tell me about that cover. Uh, well, the cover –
2: was designed by um, myself in partnership with my graphic designer, Kevin Pleasant, um, who's based out of Richmond, Virginia. And um, the thought was convection being a weather term, we wanted to have something that showed um, weather. So it shows four seasons going across summer, winter, spring, and um, fall. And then you have the sun in the top left corner, um which is oftentimes the source of convection, um, which creates the the heat for the rising air. So, um, just wanted to make weather a um, a key part of the album, and we also wanted to make it bright so that it inspired and encouraged. Because ultimately, that's what I want my music to do: inspire and encourage people. So, we wanted to make it bright, make it happy, make it lively. So that's kind of the thought process that went into the album artwork. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Well, I like the colors too. I like the 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 style of it, the feel of it. Uh, really nice. I like the way your name is going across the sea. I guess that's supposed to represent air going across the the top of
2: the sea. Yeah, actually that's I never thought of that, but that's um you could put it that way. Uh, the, the okay. way my name was put around the the title, I didn't want the title, I didn't want my name to be bigger than the title. So I intentionally made my name smaller than the title because the album is about convection and inspiring and um, encouraging. It's not about me. So that was actually why it was put that way. I thought the my name curving around the sea looked cool. But now that you say that, I guess I can um, add that to the story. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Ken is going to be
0: calling in here shortly. I wanted to ask you guys about your upcoming event, if you have um, going on together, the Valentine's Day event. So when he calls in, we talk, I'll talk to him about that. Um, great, so I great. I to listen to another song, though. So tell me what what else. What,
2: what's the next song? With Ken calling in, I think it's only appropriate that we play the song that he was featured on on Convection, which is 1102 Bradfield Hall. Um, that, hall, okay. that song is very special because um, 1102 Bradfield Hall is the room at Cornell University where I took most of my meteorology classes. Um, so that song is sort of a dedication to um, the room where I learned a lot of the things that I'm using in my music right now and where I built a lot of memories. So 1102 Bradfield Hall oh. cool. featuring tomorrow. All right.
0: 1102 Bradfield Hall. Bill Hall from Tony Craddock Jr.'s Convection CD. All right, nice music here. So when you were writing this music, I know you were all thinking about um, the weather theme that you wanted to put into this music. And um, how long did it take you to put this CD together?
2: I'd say about six months. um, Um, I started the concept for doing the CD started right after the release of my Christmas album which was about December. Um, I started around December 2011, and by July 2012, I was recording. So about six or seven months. I had a few of the songs already um, stored away in my database from writing them over the past two or three years. And then um, 1102 Brattle Hall was one of the songs that I wrote um, within that six-month time span. Um, Convection was actually another one of those songs. So um, it didn't take that long. Um, Thankfully, everything came together. And um, when I wrote 1102 Bradfield Hall, after listening to all the songs, I kind of thought, okay, which one has enough space um, to allow someone to come along and solo and be a featured guest. So Mm -hmm. 1102 Bradfield Hall was the one that I picked out. And as you just heard, Ken definitely filled the space very well. The thing I like about him is he's so smooth. Like the the guitar, the strings just, I mean, the notes just rolled off his fingers. So um, it definitely had the kind of vibe that I wanted the song to have, and um, he complimented
3: it very well.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Ken, did you, 410, is
0: that you, Ken?
3: That's me. Hi, how you guys doing? Hey Ken, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Man, yeah, kind of snow. On this one. <laughs> Man, we still can't really get out our front door. How are you guys doing in Virginia, Tony?
2: Oh, we're doing pretty well. I was shoveling throughout the storm, so about every yeah,
3: that's that's about the only way to stay ahead of it. It's just so much but... snow. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this. Yeah, yeah, it
2: was certainly historic. Um...
3: Yeah, I, I know. I was going to say, Ken, I,
0: when you open your door, is it just like
3: it's sitting there waiting for you? It's sitting there waiting <laughs> it's for it's you. It's so bad, it's funny. It's <laughs> like if you if we can't open the if we open the front door because it's drifted. It's been really windy. If we open the front door, about three feet of snow would just come right into the house. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. that kind of snow. Oh, man. But it's okay. I mean, I've been enjoying the, I've been working in my studio. We haven't lost power, so I've been recording and writing, and I baked a key lime pie this morning, and I've just, oh, I just, you know, it's fun for a while, you know what I mean? And then you kind of yeah. go, okay, I think I'm ready to get out of the house. <laughs> but anyway, and go to Las well, Vegas. That's, uh,
0: well, that's what I told it, Mike. I said, I hope you don't get cabin fever by the end of the weekend, right, because you're going to be, you know, right. stuck inside the whole weekend.
3: Exactly. Oh, okay. That's kind of and I think probably a little bit tomorrow too. But Tony, it sounds like it hasn't been so bad, your neck of the woods.
2: Um, well thankfully I live in a community where they, they've been plowing
3: uh,
2: continually. Right. So I don't know how it looks out on the roads, um, outside of my community, but at least I know when I look out of my window, it looks like that's we're pretty good. So
1: that's like
2: good. you said, I, th- I I think we'll be inside tomorrow, maybe part of Tuesday, but by Wednesday I think we should be rolling again.
3: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I know, mm. I know. Hey, the music sounds great coming o- coming over my computer, my laptop. I have it hooked into my my studio, and it sounds really great.
2: Ah, thanks. Well, you you have a lot to do with that. <laughs> Just
3: that one song. I I was uh, I, the minute my the song with me came on, then I start getting critical. <laughs> then I start finding things wrong. Ooh, did I play that? Oh no! Why did I do no? no. Kind of kidding, but, you know, I always listen when it's something that I'm involved in. I always get my critics ears on for some reason. But, no, I was actually thinking of of your playing and and the way the rest of the album had been sounding, too. Nice for you to have him on, Terry. Thanks for doing that. That's great. Oh,
0: no problem. No problem. And I also, in addition to talking to you both about your upcoming Valentine's Day event, Ken, I wanted to know, um, first of all, had you um, heard of Tony before he contacted you? Had you met him or heard of him before?
3: no we had never met i think our i think he really in in large measure was kind of preparing what he was going to do and launch his career i don't i i think the christmas album i don't even think that had come out you know when when we first um you know met over email and the phone um mm-hmm. so um you know once i heard the music i get i get a lot of calls you know from people who like me to play a fe on a feature and i i i, I don't take them that often because oftentimes I mean, I, I want to be represented up to the level that, that I represent myself at on my own record. So I I, I take some of them, but I, I'm, in other words, I'm kind of skeptical, you know, and I want to hear the music. But I was so impressed with Tony, and, you know, clearly, I mean, you can hear, you know, he, he's he's just at the beginning of his music career and, and uh, in many ways, his, his life. <laughs> he's just getting going, compared to me, anyway. Um, and so uh, I was just, to hear somebody that good So young and also so together, you know, with what he wants to do and how he's approaching um, his life direction and the path that he wants to put himself on. It's unusual, though. He reminds me a lot of Eric Darius uh, when I first met Eric before anybody knew who Eric was, Um, and Mm -hmm. it was the same same vibe, you know, the same quality, not only of music and as a saxophonist but as a person. And so uh you know i right away said yep i'll do it i'm i'm in
0: oh okay good good now when you tony when you sent um ken the music um i know that you've heard it you heard his music on the weather channel so i'm sh- i'm sure that you had no problems with what he was going to send back to you um but was it your once he sent his part back to you um was that that first choice
2: you went with from what I remember, yes. I mean, like you said, anything he sent back would have been fine with me because I've I've heard his um, level of playing and skill and attention to detail over the years. Um, but he was great about communicating via email. I sent him the track and sent kind of a, a sketch slash guideline of what I was looking for, where in the song, and um, you know he he met my expectations, exceeded them. Um, You know, he's a consummate uh, professional, so I had no doubt that he would would do a great job with it. And as you heard, he definitely did. So the process was really seamless, and I really appreciated that. I really didn't know um, how our communication would go with somebody of his caliber Mm -hmm. sometimes. You know, there's a lot of red tape, so to speak, and the communication was seamless. Um, Even though we were just meeting each other, um, he seemed like a friend right off the bat. So in addition to the music, just... um, him having such a great personality and being um, so friendly really made the, made it a pleasure to record with him.
0: And, Ken, how many times did you play it before you were happy with what you sent Tony?
3: Well, I probably, as I think I was telling Tony, I, I probably spent the better part of a day on, on the song, first. the first part of the day, you know, because working this way is so different. When I lived in L.A. and I did recording sessions uh, to make a living, you know you went you were in the room with people you were in the room with all the musicians um it wasn't you know it, it's not like that anymore it's it's rare that i work that way when i when i record for other people and when they record for me for that matter too um so when you know the first part of the day i just spent time just getting to know the song you know just listening to the to the mm-hmm. tracks um reading what tony was looking for but also just to me when you play on a record it's not like playing on a radio commercial or a tv show things that i did a lot of in la it you're playing on music that is only there for people to focus on and listen to it's not meant to be behind dialogue or a picture or you know a movie and so to me it's really critical that every note is there for a reason so i just really got to know it to the point where i didn't have to look at the chart anymore i pretty much memorized it and it's not a simple song by the way it's it's actually a pretty complex set of chord changes, so it took a little while. And then I, I probably recorded for about three hours. Um, you know, I, I think I sent Tony, and I can't remember now. He probably can't either. I think I sent him more stuff than he ended up using. I know that I always mm-hmm. figure it's better to give people too much than have them go, oh, I wish he'd done something right there, you know. So I I think listening to it just now, I, I felt like um, – he used pretty much everything I sent, and I, I hope I, it wasn't too much guitar <laughs> in there. Okay. Um I I doubt that he put it in there just to to make me feel better. So <laughs> I hope he didn't. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but yeah, it's a different process, and and um, it's it's an interesting way to work. I think it's for me. I love it because I can get the exactly the guitar sound that I used to getting when I go in somebody else's studio. They don't. I don't necessarily know as much about recording acoustic guitar as as I do after doing it for 27 years. So anyway, I I like it because I I always know I'm going to get something really good and be able to contribute something that I'm proud of. Okay.
0: All right. So now let's talk about your upcoming event, Tony, the Valentine's Day Smooth Jazz Brunch. This is also featuring Ken Navarro.
2: (laughs) Yes. Um, we're hosting um, the first um, Cold Front Music Valentine's Day Smooth Jazz Brunch on February 14th, Valentine's Day, um, 2016, from 2 from 12 to 2.30 p.m. at Magiano's in Tyson's Corner, so that's in McLean, Virginia. So for our listeners in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, if you're still looking for something to do on Valentine's Day, um, Highly recommend that you come to this event. Not just me and my band, Tony Craddock Jr. and Cold Front, but we're going to have the one and only Ken Navarro with us on guitar, and I'm happy to uh, finally share the stage with him. So the tickets are $60, and it includes an all-you-can-eat brunch buffet, um, a $10 gift card um, to Maggiano's, and an unforgettable concert, about 90 minutes of music that will... Hopefully make it a um, very memorable day for you. And tickets are limited. Sales have been going pretty well so far. So if you want to get yours, um, I definitely recommend that you visit com slash Jazz Brunch to get yours today. And if you can't remember the URL, if you type in my name, Tony Craddock Jr., Valentine's Day in Google, I'm sure something will come up that can lead you to the website. So um, Mm -hmm. definitely a two-for-one my band and Ken, So hope to see you there. Wow, that should be a really nice show. Really nice show.
3: Wow. Yeah, I'm okay. really looking forward to it. It's You know, what we were just talking about with the way records get recorded these days, this will be the opposite of that. This will be us interacting and communicating in the same room in real time, <laughs> in front of an mm-hmm. audience, you know. So it's I'm looking forward to that because Tony and I have never played together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've we've worked together, uh, and I know it's gonna be a great match, but you just know these things. We've been doing this long enough. Uh but having never played together it's gonna be a, it's gonna be fun and, and something new. We're doing a rehearsal in a couple of weeks and, and uh that'll be our first chance to actually say, Ah, this is what it feels like to do this at the same time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um, yeah. Joe from Germany says, I think Ken and Tony are a very good match, and I'm glad they will have this show. It's the icing on the cake, and they will do this on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that would be nice. Yes, uh,
1: thank, thank really, you very, very
0: much all for all the right. comment.
1: All right, yeah, Mike, do you have any Tony, other questions? Oh, I just wanted ahead, to again. ask Tony one question, and that, and that was uh, has a new uh, artist that's coming out and everything. Uh, what do you see as some of your challenges to really get your music out and heard by the uh, fans, not only on the East Coast, but also, you know, across the country? Challenges,
2: challenges. Um, I'd say, ironically, social media is definitely a, um, it's definitely a benefit and something that you can harness. And I think Ken is an example of harnessing social media, um and using it to your advantage and I'm trying to do the same thing that said I think um, there's so many new artists out there that there is some oversaturation so to speak and um, you have to really find a way to carve out your niche which I know I've done but just kind of fight through all the noise and part of that is just you know the right timing things aligning the right way um, which is happening for me slowly but surely and um yeah, just making sure that you can cut through the noise. So I think the music industry or the time we're in right now has empowered the independent artists like me because you don't necessarily need to be signed to a label. Um, Both Ken and I have our own independent label, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, um, without that major label pushing and promoting, um, you kind of have to find the time and the resources to, um, to promote yourself and cut through all that other noise. So I would say that's the challenge that hops out to me, but, um, with every challenge is an opportunity, so um, once you get past that tipping point, um, you know, the the sky's the limit. Yeah. You know what
1: That's so
0: true. All right, Ken, you were going to say something?
3: I'm trying to remember now. I was listening to Tony's answer, which I, I find interesting, too, you know, how, he, how it's what Mike's question, you know, how a young artist, a new artist breaks through. Um, gosh, I'm sorry, I don't remember what I was going to say, although I would add to what Tony's saying, that the it's it's really about longevity and and about just continuing to to make your mark in these different avenues that are out there. I mean, when I was starting in smooth jazz and that was 1990 when the, you know, the format was really just getting off the ground. Yeah, we we didn't have any of the kinds of uh, abilities. The internet was I didn't even know what an internet would have been if somebody had told me about it then. So, um you know we we just didn't have access to pe- I remember we used to have a, a a line that people could call an 800 number where they could hear recordings <laughs> on a tape you know and and leave a message you know for that's how we were trying to get the music out there now now you think of that sounds re- so archaic um so he's he's part of that new generation that looks at social media and youtube And web-based things that are already here and the things that are coming next, he looks at those things very, you know, second nature. Um, And uh, that's how I try to stay with it, too. And uh, I I have a son who's actually Tony's age, probably even a little older. He's very helpful, too, (laughs) because he's always telling me about He's sometimes ahead of the curve. He's telling me about stuff that I can't really use because the Smooth Jazz audience isn't there yet, you know. Uh, but I, mm. I think that's the key, and just longevity. And you know, I I, I incur- I've I've encouraged him just to just keep doing it. You know, just keep getting better, and more and more people find out about you. And and um, I, I just had this year earlier this year. I think I had my biggest radio hit anyway of my whole career. Twenty two albums into my career. So you know, you just you just mm. keep at it. And you just you get better, yeah. and more and more people yeah. find out about you, and they find out you're for real, and you're not you're not going to do one album you know um so anyway you know that uh, that's a tony's got all the right ideas and obviously he's got the chops and the talent and the attitude and that's that's the winning combination i have no doubt that if he sticks with it it'll happen
0: okay i appreciate ronald
1: jackson
0: i'm sorry ronald jackson from i'm sorry go ahead oh yeah ronald yeah how's he doing uh no i wanted to read part of his review um, from uh, of Tony's CD. Ronald Jackson is with the Smooth Jazz Ride, and he did a really nice review on Convection. And in part, he says, in my opinion, there is more than enough here in which to sink your teeth. This young man is on his way. The storm that you may feel brewing in the distance just may be called Tony Craddock, Jr. So you can read the full review at the thesmoothjazzride.com. Um, on that and just search for Tony's name and you can read that full review. So good job, Tony. Congratulations to you. Now, this release, this CD was
2: released in uh, 2013. Are you working on new music? I am. I'm in the process of um, writing some new music right now. And I think my, my goal with this third album is to really show um, some musical growth mm-hmm. from the second album. So um, you're always trying to build upon Um, your last project, and Ken knows that being 22 CDs deep into his career, so um, my goal is to, I don't really have a timeline on it, I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to bother putting a date on it, but um, just trying to release a product that I know shows the kind of growth that I want to to put out there, and one thing I want to do on this next project is to also feature more vocal tracks. Some of the feedback I got from Convection was um, people really loved Wind at My Back and I think they loved it because it was a good song but I think they were also drawn to it because it was the one vocal track and I think in the process of deepening my niche with the weather um, music relationship um, I think it would be beneficial for me to release some more songs that have lyrics that can speak to that more directly so I know one thing I can promise fans on the next project is that there would definitely be more vocal tracks So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, Also on that album will likely be um, a wedding song that I wrote for my wife. I got married back in August of um, 2015, so we're about five months, almost six months into it. And um, I wrote a song that was played at the wedding um, titled Abide in Me, and that song will likely be on the next album as well. Oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. Wow. I'm yeah.
0: looking forward to that. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Definitely, definitely. All right, I'm going to close the show with uh, Let It Rise. Tell me about this song.
2: Let It Rise. Well, Let It Rise is very much connected to convection because we're talking, in a weather sense, we're talking about um, rising air, but in the spiritual sense, mm-hmm. um, talking about the spirit of the Lord rising among us. Um, it's a mm-hmm. contemporary um, Christian um, favorite by Stephen Hurd, who's also based out of Maryland. So um, given the, um, its popularity and the way that it so nicely blended with what I'm trying to do musically, um, it was a great fit for the album. So let it rise. Okay.
0: All right. Um, let everyone
2: know where they can find you and your music on the web. You can find me at com. My music is on iTunes, um, any other digital music outlet um I'm also on Pandora. So if you listen to Pandora radio, type in my name, Tony Craddock Jr and my station will come up. Um and um for our listener, I think you said Joe in Germany, if you're not already mm-hmm. on my email list, um visit me on my website, send me a note on the contact page and I can add you to my um international um email list that I have for international listeners. So Thank you for your support. And for anybody else out there listening, if you're not on my email list and you'd like to get updates, visit my website where you can subscribe at the top or just send me a message, and I'd be more than glad to um, to add you. So thank you for our listeners, and um, hopefully you all with us by the interview. Wow, cool.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Tony, and um, uh, much continued success to you. Ken, thanks for calling in.
3: My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me to join you guys for a while.
0: Oh, sure. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. All right, Mike, um, you have anything else to add? Uh,
1: No, <clears throat> no, nothing else to add. Hmm. All,
0: right. all right. Well, Joe from Germany and the guests in the chat room, thanks for tuning in. Always a pleasure to have you here with us. Um, you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. This is Let It Rise from Tony Craddock's Jr., Um, convection release. Until next time, keep it smooth, people. Bye.